welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast, where we chat money, mindset, and a little bit of muscles from time to time. I am so freaking thankful that y'all are taking the time to hang out with me today. You could be making some coffee, you could be running 30 miles, you could be building a brick shed from scratch. If you are, I want to see it, please show me your new chicken shed. Or I guess it could be any kind of shed. Let me see your shed. Now, today on the podcast, we have Miss Emily Wilhelm. She is the founder of ECW Solution, and she is a total social media consultant, so we are going to get some juicy tips on what social media mistakes you might be making, how to build influence, just some life stuff. Without further ado, let's do this. All right, y'all. So today on the podcast, we have Miss Emily. So I'll be honest, I don't know a ton about her. Uh, we kind of connected through social. I know that she is a social media consultant. She works with a lot of blogs, different spaces for things like that. So I'm very excited to just kind of dig into some juicy questions because right now we definitely need to know how to maximize our social media. And I mean that for like really anyone. Like if you're a brand, you want to start a brand, you have an inkling for a business idea, you want to know how to maximize your social media. If you just want tell us your story, how you got from point A to point B. I would love to hear that. Yeah. Well, hey guys, and thanks so much for having me on. I'm really excited. Yeah, I am from Baltimore. I grew up there. I, you know, raised there all my life and then went on to play lacrosse at Liberty University in Virginia for a Division One school. And then I played there for about two and a half years and then returned home because of some health issues. And so once I got home, I was finishing school and got this job at an insurance agency. And I was super Super excited about it. Yeah, insurance was not initially. I, I loved insurance. I did like Medicare insurance for almost like two years. I uh, loved insurance. It was so fun. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a lot of fun because you get to talk to a lot of different kinds of people on a daily basis. And it was awesome. I enjoyed it a lot. But as I was doing that, I was also doing communications through school. And my boss wanted me to do a little bit of our social media pages and coordinate with our marketing company at the time. Our marketing company really was not getting a whole lot of results on social and so we were trying to figure out what the issue was and they really just didn't take the time to get to know our small business so from there I started doing his social media got recommended for a couple other companies now I do social media and blog consulting for a number of different industries so I started out in insurance and now I have clients in interior design and business coaching we have some beauty and fitness clients so I I have a lot of different industries that I'm involved with, but I kind of just fell into it. I mean, I love doing it for our insurance agency and then it kind of just evolved from there. That's so fun. That's definitely yeah. like crazy how the world that we're living in and like the age that we are, there's mm-hmm. jobs that didn't exist like five years ago on social yeah. media. Yeah. So since you did just kind of like fall into it, like how has it been as it's like evolved around you as like an actual really well-paid, well, yeah. like, like you can find clients, like people need this kind of stuff. Hmm. So going from like, well, only big, big, big businesses like care about marketing. They're the only ones on to now it's like, oh, you want to have any sort of impact? You have to have a social media. Like what has it been like to come up into this space? Yeah. So one of my passions is working with small businesses. I think you get to meet a lot of really cool people with really awesome, interesting ideas and you get to partner with the community in a way that you don't necessarily get to if you're just working for one big company. 
plus it gives you the ability to freelance a little bit and kind of build your own schedule. But as I've kind of fallen into it, it's been a lot of fun because I've always enjoyed writing and I've always enjoyed collaborating and being around people. And it's kind of the perfect mix of always continuing to learn. Also having some some principles that are always true. You know, people always want to connect with other people and they're always going to want that social interaction with others. But the apps and all of the different platforms are going to change from year to year. So it's a lot of learning and then also, you know, sticking to what we know as well. 10 years ago, MySpace was still a thing. So (laughs) (laughs) I think people get really bogged down and like, I'm like, I have to go all in on like this one platform. And I don't Mm. think that's the smartest move in today's age. Like you want to have on different things. You want to be have Facebook, Instagram. So like when you have brands like the smaller who don't necessarily have like a huge ad agency or budget for that, do you kind of get try to get everyone focused into like one platform? So TikTok's the big thing with quarantine. Like everyone and their mother right now has a TikTok, but their TikTok (laughs) links to something else. So it's where are you mainly trying to lead your clients? Where are you trying to get the outside people to come to your clients? So it's really different for each different industry. So if you think about the different platforms, they each have strengths and little things that make them unique and good for different industries. So for the insurance industry, we mainly utilize Facebook and LinkedIn, mainly because those are the platforms that we know we're going to get leads from, we're going to have ideal clients. It doesn't really make as much sense for us to be on Pinterest with an insurance agency because nothing we do is very visual. However, for my interior design and beauty and fitness clients, we do a lot of Instagram and Pinterest. So I would say it just depends on what industry you're in and think about your goals and how the platforms you're on can lend themselves well to those goals. Pinterest is amazing. You can spend not $1 on that platform and get some really awesome traffic directed to your website because you have the links associated with the image. So we have used that a ton for different industries that are really visual based. And then Facebook, you know, we met on a Facebook group, which is super fun. But for industries, you know, like communications or social media, it's really great for networking, but it's also really great to kind of elevate your brand and have that be an added value of people being able to join your group and get some exclusive content. So you just really have to think about what your goals are and how those platforms are lending themselves to those goals. Figuring out where your ideal client is hanging out. Mm -hmm. So definitely as a consultant, when someone first comes to you with their platforms and whatnot, what do you think is the biggest mistake you see people doing now? If not mistake, like why are they underutilizing their talents? What should they be focusing on? I think a lot of people, particularly small businesses, are scared to step out into that space because they want to do it perfect the first time and people are hesitant to try new things. And social media is all about testing and experimenting. You know, you're going to try something and it might work out amazing and you're going to try a different thing and you might fall flat on your face. You need to be able to try and test out new things and just kind of be bold with it and be consistent and definitely engage with your audience. I think another thing that a lot of people do is they kind of talk at their audience, but a lot of really great social interaction can be gleaned from, you know, going through your comments and responding to people or getting back to people in your messages in a timely manner. You know, those are things that I think will overlook. They just think consistency. And that means, you know, posting once or twice every day, but it also means engaging with those people who are liking your posts and who want to talk to you about what you're posting. 
what kind of money community do you have? And I don't mean what kind of investments do you have? What banks do you have your money in? I mean your money community. The people that you go to when you aren't sure about something with money, when you want to celebrate a success with money, when you just need a better grip on your money mindset and some outside resources. What is your money community? Is it just Googling? Is it Instagram? Is it Pinterest? Are you already in a Facebook group? Is that Facebook group helping you? Well, I'm hoping that my group will be able to help you. It's called MoneyWorks. I just launched it. It's new on Facebook and it is going to be such a key resource. I'm going to have outside tips, tricks, budget tools, really anything you need under the sun to make money your friend, and just a really good community for us to hang out and ask the tough questions and celebrate the win. Not everyone's going to understand why you want to manage your money, why you want to get debt free. This is a community of money freedom, and I'm so excited for you to be joining with us. The link is going to be in the show notes, and I can't wait to see you there. so so important i used to be in a network marketing space and basically we were told to post all day every day all day every day all day every day and that's like a large amount of burnout so when i shifted kind of away from that space into like just like creating content for an audience people are so much more receptive when you're like giving them something when you're not just like posting like here's my offer here's my offer here's my offer here's my thing why is that offer going to help you why do they need it what is the struggle i feel like what I see brands now, what problem are you solving? If you cannot help me, I do not care. I feel like we're in such an age that even with Google, where you can Google anything, if someone can't offer you a solution to your problem, you're just going to go on and find something something else. Because there's so much content, so much everything out there, how do you help brands, people really try to stand out, like their message? Like, how do you help them focus on that? Is it mainly that audience interaction, growth? How important is it that your picture looks looks like it came out of a magazine. I would say perfection isn't necessarily the most important thing. I think what's really important is being authentic, right? You think about the people you follow that you always love reading their captions or you always love their pictures. And a lot of times it's because something resonates with you. And sometimes those pictures are amazing quality pictures and you they look like they came out of a magazine. And you're like, girl, I want to visit that sunflower field. But, <laughs> but sometimes it's just someone being authentic and sharing their experience. You know, this quarantine is a perfect example of that. I think, I don't know about you, but I think what I've been resonating with the most is just people who are being honest about where they're at instead of, we're going to do a million things today and we're going to do it all perfect and we're going to run a marathon and it's all going to be awesome. I don't think that's super, I mean, maybe for some people that is authentic, but just being real about what's going on really draws people in. And I think also just remembering that there's space for you on social, just like there's space for you in the real world, you know, just because someone's similar to you doesn't mean that you stop living your life. You have talents and you have abilities that are unique in this world and you have things to offer on social as well. So if you're a small business and you're getting intimidated by all the other people who you feel like are doing something similar, I'd say step out and be authentic. Don't be afraid to test out things as you're starting to get going. Yes, so, so true. And in regards of like not comparing yourself to others, if the only people that you're seeing in your newsfeed and your scroll are people who are doing the same things as you, unfollow those people. Make it an actual effort to go see what they're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, they're doing, you could be doing so much more. You don't know. But because you're looking at what they're doing, you're like, oh, I could be doing that so much better or I could be doing this instead of focusing on actually what's going to help you in that time, which is like being true 
showing up on social, presenting your brand as you need to. In quarantine, I've been home with my husband for a month. <laughs> we have been home for a month and it has been, I, I have definitely been very productive and I have also binge watched full seasons of Netflix in the middle of the afternoon on a Tuesday because I was like, I just can't, I don't know, how, I can't be productive. I can't show up for anybody. One more person asked me like, are you doing okay? No, I'm not okay. I've been home for three weeks. I don't know how to deal with this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and just being honest about that. I think we're, I like to think that we're done with the, you have to be perfect. You have to have the most pristine curated feed. If you're a real person, like if you're a small business and you're a small brand, you don't have to be perfect. If you are a blogger page and interior design is what your whole page is, you, you have to be a little bit more like picturesque. But if you're just a real human, show up as a human. People like that. People like sure. to see that you're going to be that kind of person. <laughs> so how are you handling quarantine? How has oh, that been for boy. you? Like personally, for your business? <laughs> Is it exploding? Are you just, oh my God, let me help all the people. Please stop panicking. <laughs> Making it through the day. I feel like I have definitely been growing in patience. I think all of us have in some degree. And you know, some days it looks better than others. We as a family have been going through a bit of a hard time. We had a loss a couple days ago, which has been hard to deal with. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. But at the same time, it's also kind of special that we're all in the same place dealing with it together. So that has been nice. Yeah, I think just with clients, I have had a lot more business and I, I have been going a little crazy just with everything, you know, the amount of work that's coming in, which is a good thing and I'm super thankful for it. But definitely a lot of small businesses now that operations have slowed a little bit, realizing that they need to be on social. So we've definitely seen an uptick in people wanting to be in that space and wanting some help. So I've been busy there and then, you know, just trying to get outside and get some good sleep and stay sane. For your social media consulting, are you an agency or are you buying yourself? Yeah. So my company is called ECW Solutions and right now it's just me. So I have about five or six clients and yeah, as of now I do all their, their social media and blogging and it's a lot of fun. So I know, like I've got friends who do, she does like Instagram consulting where she only does her like Instagram and she's like brand rework. Mm -hmm. Like for you as part of your agency, are you doing like the full post? Are you writing the post? Are you doing the blog post? Or are you just taking the, your content and then making sure it goes live when it's supposed to? Yeah, we do full service. So what I kind of try to tell clients and small businesses is I'm going to meet you where you are and we're going to get you where you want to go. So for some clients, you know, we, I had one client who just decided they wanted to start a blog over quarantine. So we've been ramping up some content for that and I've been getting, they've been sending me some videos for me to edit and all that kind of stuff. But we kind of do whatever the business needs. I do all the content creation and posting for one of my other clients. And then, you know, for others, it's it's a little bit more if they have an event or if they have an offer that they want to promote, then I'll do that for them. So it's really just depending on the business's budget and where they're at and, you know, where they want to be. And we just meet them there and tailor it to them. But yeah, I do all the writing and designing and posting and scheduling and all that good stuff. And More it's power to you, girl. <laughs> I, I'm running like my own social and then I got this podcast thing and a blog. This is my full-time life now. I love yeah. it and it's so much fun. Mm. I just can't, I can't imagine trying to juggle like five things, which is why there are people like you. I'm sure at some point I will lose the control grip that I have on my life and I will outsource. It will happen one day when I'm less of a control freak. Probably 
<laughs> probably post quarantine when I like go back to my day job and I'm like, oh, that 40 hours I had, someone else has 40 hours I can pay to do this. <laughs> yes. So it's definitely an impressive service that you're offering. I need everyone listening to think about how much time it takes you to potentially make an Instagram post, think of something clever, and then post it. This girl is doing it all. Like, that is amazing. I love that. <laughs> so if you could go back mm-hmm. to when you first started, what is the biggest piece of advice you would give yourself, either for mindset or just literally something practical, like figure out how to use Canva? For sure. Well, let me just say Canva is amazing. If anyone is listening and needs a design tool, check out Canva. It is the bomb. It'll make your life so much easier. It's so um, nice, guys. <laughs> so nice. God bless whoever created that site. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, but I would say, so this is kind of for business and also just for life in general. I am such an overachieving perfectionist sometimes, and that is something I am totally working on. Just be able to say no to things sometimes. I think when you're first starting out in business, whether you're just graduating college or it's something that you're getting ready to launch, the temptation is to say yes to everything. Sometimes you don't really consider how those opportunities will, you know, be good for you business-wise or for your mental health or anything like that. But just take some time to consider what you need and what you want instead of just saying yes to, you know, every client that comes your way or every opportunity. Because I think that's definitely a easy pitfall to fall into and you can definitely find yourself really overworked and, you know, really unnecessarily stressed out. If you are working and you've got your full-time gig going then girl you don't need to do anything else besides that the idea of being able to say no like having it be a safe thing to say mm-hmm. no that's not going to be good for you i think it was like Lori harder who said it when you say yes to everything nothing matters mm-hmm. because you can't commit all of your energy your worthwhile life force to things that matter mm-hmm. if you've said yes to everything then everything is just getting like half-assed energy you're probably <laughs> not going to finish everything and if you do you're not going to be proud of it. And that's definitely something that I've had to learn. I am a people pleaser (laughs) to no end of the world. If someone needs me to do a task, someone needs me to finish something, it doesn't matter. I'm going to say yes to it because I wanted to. And then now that I say no to almost everything except what's serving me, I show up as a better friend because I'm giving them my time and attention instead of I'm doing four other things and you're trying to talk to me. So it changes the way you show up when you say no to things that aren't serving you. And I think that's just very, very important for entrepreneurs, for being a human. Children do it all the time, you guys. Pretend that you're a little kid and you don't want to do something. You just scream no and run away. Do that. If someone tries to make you do something, (laughs) scream no, run away. (laughs) Works every time. Works every time, guys. It works every time. So I'm going to have all of your info in the show notes where you can find your Facebook, Instagram, your website. And I just love to have my guests kind of close it out on like some final thoughts. If you want to get on a soapbox, whatever's like a really good message that's on your heart or you can tell me a funny story about bananas it's up to you the floor is yours well first thanks so much for having me on this is so fun and i'm please be diligent and take care of yourself and you know your mental health and you know those around you just check in with them because it's a really hard time right now and people need our compassion sometimes that just looks like you showing up and not saying anything and sometimes it's asking how someone is so be kind to each other and i hope you guys are doing well and staying safe. We're all in this together.